Welcome to Better Before Lunch. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lori. And today we're talking about the way we talk. Welcome back. Uh, we're back to, it's just the two of us again. No, no guests this week. Maybe we'll have some more guests here in the future. Maybe we have some other Maybe things not. planned. Maybe not. Maybe we'll never have anybody ever again. <laughs> we'll see how cool they are. You know, my microphone went out last time, so maybe that was because we had guests. So I should never have guests. Otherwise, I won't be able to talk. Oh, no, wait. Then we need to constantly have guests. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why last week was so peaceful. Uh-huh. Actually, I, I'm the one that noticed halfway through it that you weren't talking at all. I was like... What's going on? You have no opinions all of a sudden? Yeah, I thought you guys were just talking over me and didn't realize I was silenced. Yeah, uh, no, I had had the one. I commented something like, sure, you were going to say something back and you didn't. And I was like, something's not right here. Yeah, I'm saving that for next episode. That's why I didn't just even say a, what it was. As a preview for those of you <laughs> listening. Uh Something was said and there was a response. Right. And I Check didn't get picked time. up and I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> so, all right. So this week we're talking about the way people, not just us, but the way people talk in movies. Real life. And, yeah. Real life. Versus movies, maybe. And or uh, in movies. And both. Uh, and, and to a lesser extent, uh, video games too, because they're. People talk in video games. Like to yeah. each other over headsets? No, uh, like <laughs> the actual characters. Wait, their characters, dialogue. characters talk in video games? Yes. Where have I been? What video uh, game did they talk in? All of them in the last 15 years. The characters? <laughs> Maybe not that many like years. Like what kind of game? Um, like, I mean, almost any game. <laughs> any game with a cutscene, the characters talk. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm totally <sighs> lost. And you can't even give me an example. Uh, well, Baldur's Gate 3 just recently released. That oh, well, that full one. voice acting. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe it was pointless to ask. I don't know any of these games. Right. Uh, I was going to, I was trying to think of one that I could name I that you would know. Uh, I, and... for some reason, imagined you'd say something and it'd be like, well, that game, of course. But I don't well, know what you're talking about. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry had dialogue in it yeah <laughs> like, it did back in the 80s 90s the probably 90s the, not the one in the that, 80s no yeah the, the 80s they weren't able to but later on okay so let's just get back to our regular topic and not my <laughs> bad side trailing <laughs> yeah my bad. um so dialogue in movies is not like we talk in, in normal <laughs> human life. <laughs> I don't think we know how to talk in normal human <laughs> yeah. life. That was a really long time to get through that sentence. Yeah, you got, we got me all thrown off by it. being confused that <laughs> video games speak. Like, I'm still not sure about that, but I'll yeah, worry about that at another it, time. I'm, I'm all thrown off by the fact that you don't realize that video game has dialogue, but... Um, uh, so movies. <laughs> yes. 
it when doesn't people mirror write. real life when right. people speak. <laughs> um, I, I feel like we have a point, and I'm not sure if we're ever going to get to it. Uh, um, but it, it is at least partially that way by design, because it would make for a boring movie if people talked like human stock. Well, normally. they made a movie, which I didn't see it. It was um, with Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller. And I saw just like a little clip of it. And it is where they talk over each other. So the script was written to where they talk over each other and halfway through what one's saying, another one starts talking and talking about something else because that's what people do in real life. Which is why that is one thing that when you watch a lot of independent movies, they do that because they're like, oh, I want my movie to be realistic. I don't want to have any kind of flowery language. And, and I you feel watch like it, you're like, this is confusing. That's why a lot of independent movies aren't good. Yeah. Not they, that none are good, but there is a lot of them that you're like, what right. did I watch? It can work. Um, but generally, it's just confusing and hard to follow because you're not in the conversation. So it's, yeah. You're just hearing multiple conversations go on. At once. I read I read a thing about um, a linguist was talking about movies and the way that they're written and how we think in real life. Like we are the other person in real life. So if we're half listening to you and we're jumping into another conversation, well, we can follow both. But when you're an outside person, then you're having to follow two conversations and you aren't thinking about either one of them. You need to fully know both of them. Right. And also generally there is other stuff going on in the scene, which adds even more to the complication because it's not that hard. If two people are sitting on a couch talking in the scene, it's not that hard to follow, even if they go off on different conversations. But when they start interacting with the environment around them, you're paying attention to what they're picking up. They're walking right. out of the scene. And then, then in the, it's very distracting. The clip I saw of the Adam Sandler movie, they kept cutting each other off to finish the other one's sentence, but they would finish it wrong. So like us. Right. Which is, totally <laughs> us. <laughs> which is realistic because that is what people do. You get excited and you're like, I totally know what you're going to say. And you say the wrong thing. And they're like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, occasionally, I guess, I guess you typically get it right, but people probably get it wrong a lot too. But then it makes it harder to follow in a movie because, I mean, I don't know what he was going to say to start with. Now he's got to correct it. And it's like, but I guess it could work. I didn't see that movie to know if I would like it or not. I just saw right. I mean, it. if but it it's was stressful. If it's done intentionally to, to like show that off, that's a different thing too. Like, I think that I think that's how it was supposed to be written. Um, but the big, uh, well, one of the big things when you make a movie, uh, you are supposed to be able to watch the movie without the audio and know what's going on, and listen to the movie without the visuals and, and at least know generally what's going on. So it's, it's kind of it does hard. that maybe it's hard to keep up. See, I just tried to cut yeah. you off right there. I'm like the yeah. queen of cutting you up. Like, and we listen, we're done with what you have to say. I got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
That's how everybody feels. So I'm just trying to help them out. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, my God. I made fun of you so long. I forgot what I was going to say. Ha. <laughs> huh. That's what I get. Oh, man. What was I going to say? I don't know, but I do have another point then. Okay. Uh, now, in the opposite respect, it can also be bad if you like are totally removed from the conversation with the flowery language. So like in video games, it tends to happen more there because it's a lot of the dialogue is not framed like a movie to where it's perfectly paced with everything. So it stands out a little more. Uh, But like the one, the one game is a cinematic game. Um, And they're trapped on a, like, at least they assume a haunted ship and they're hiding from somebody coming to try to kill them. And one of the characters stops to say, we've got to get off this rusty coffin. And it's like, that's not, that's not what you would say in this situation. That's way too much. (laughs) You would just say, we got to get out of here. He was a, Literature professor that was trapped on the rusty coffin. It's like, you would not say this floating, I think he said floating rusty coffin or something. Like he described it in the most like Shakespearean way possible. And it was like, there's a guy with a hammer coming after you. You're just going to be like, let's get out of (laughs) here. Yeah. Well, I like poetry, in which case I feel like that's always a great place for that kind of language. (laughs) When when somebody's chasing after you on a well, ghost ship. I mean, <laughs> I didn't say for the exact phrase. I'm saying for flowery terminology, or that wouldn't even be right, flowery adjectives. Like a big description. <laughs> That's perfect for poetry. I don't like it in books. Because I've read a... I read a book one time that was similar and I was, it was overwhelming unless it's set like in a time in which I need to be in this kind of mood, but just in like normal casual style conversation, I don't really care for it. And I feel like that's how it is for most movies, which kind of brings us to um, the movies written by what's her name? Diablo Cody, the one that did Juno. Yeah. She does that with a lot of. She her. uses more words than are required for everything. Right, and she does it in a language that people don't normally speak. It a language, you know, like some yeah. made-up language. No, not like that. Um, just words like the way she structures her sentences and stuff. It's not normally how people talk. Right. Well, yeah. It's very like contrived, that- but it works. It worked for Juno. It was just quirky enough. Oh, though that is. The people who don't like Juno, that is typically one of the main reasons why people don't like it, because the characters are like They're not realistic, sort right. of. They're they're they don't they have like the ultimate like comeback quip right off the top of their head and it's like a like soliloquy that they wrote. Yeah. Like Yeah, it's not people don't do that. People don't come up with like a a paragraph off the top of their head that that's in like that's like in a cadence <laughs> yeah like alliteration and and 
Yeah. That I don't dislike the movie, but that is definitely one of the main when people don't like it. That's one of the main reasons. The dialogue is one of the main reasons they don't like it. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you're making a movie, which isn't really what we're talking about, um, but I guess if you're trying to make it a specific way or have a specific feeling, then the way that you write for your characters helps. But it causes a lot less confusion when you just let one person talk and then the next person talks. Right. And they yeah, talk about the same thing. There's a balance because there are definitely some things that you have to have a character say. Um, like some people get really bugged by characters giving exposition. Like, okay, nobody, nobody in this room that we are supposed to be in in the movie would not understand how the like what they were doing in the the surgery room. Uh, but then the doctor's like, we've got to get this man sewn up right away. And it's like, yeah, everybody there would know that. But you have to have some exposition. You have to have some. sometimes it just, doesn't. Otherwise, the audience doesn't know what's going on. If you don't, like, why are they all panicked? They're just doing a surgery. Oh, he needs to be sewn up quickly, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, so there's soap a balance. Operas, soap operas like to do that too, like while they're in the other room. Yes. Like not the other room, but like they're standing right next to them and they're like, <laughs> yeah, like he's murdered my father, but he doesn't know I know. Hello, no, John. <laughs> that is one of the things because soap operas are very theater. Like, yeah. Where I used they, to love them when I was younger. Yeah. I, uh, you too. I, I yeah. Know. I like soap operas and I like, I especially like, uh, what's it? I'm going to say the name wrong now. Uh, is it Dark Shadows? Is that the vampire uh, soap opera? They Dark they redid Shadows. it as they redid it as a movie with Johnny Depp. Um, which I don't was know. Not as good, but it there was, was a vampire soap opera. Yes, it was. Dark absurd. Shadows. That is yes. a movie. Or yes, something. that's it. Then uh, they oh, redid no, it. Was it was a drama, five seasons. Yeah, it was a soap opera. It was a. It was a. Soap opera, and one of the characters was a vampire. Oh, and weird! It was awesome. And they remade a- it in the nineties, and it it was it was too real when they remade it. And oh, it's it was be- good, but it, it was yeah. originally in nineteen sixty six. Yeah, the like campiness of the original. It was just awesome because it was like as soap opera as it could be, <laughs> and also. One of the characters is a vampire. <laughs> in, um, I think in the 90s, yeah, they had another soap opera called Sunset Beach. And one of the characters, I think it was Sunset Beach. The characters were like, one of them was a witch. Like just this crazy yes. kooky witch with a doll that was a bo- like it was sometimes oh. a boy and sometimes it was a doll. I think it was that one. That was Passions. Oh, was that uh, Passions? Yes. Yes. yes pa- you're right. Timmy like, the doll. Yes, you do love soap operas. I, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting mine mixed up. They came on at the same time, Sunset Beach and Passions, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't that watch. Why I'm mixing Sun- them up? I didn't watch Sunset Beach, so I don't. Or did know. one of them replace the other? I especially love campy uh, soap operas like Passions. 
Yes, that's because it. It's just like here it is. There's there's Timmy and the witch in the main yep. photo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh Timmy yeah, that the, one was crazy. He was like a doll, but he wasn't a doll. Yeah. And then she tried to kill somebody with rat poison in that one too. I think remember she tried that to kill episode? a couple. Mm, I don't remember that episode, but I'm pretty sure she tried to kill a couple people. She always had a plot going on, some kind of scheme. Oh my goodness. I haven't watched the soap opera in a long time, so I don't know what they're like these days. Um, they've lost that. I don't know. I feel like they've lost the campiness that they had, which in um, like they're trying too hard nowadays. From maybe like the, maybe not all of them, but yeah, and the like early to mid to not mid, but like early two thousands. We'll just say somewhere in the early two thousands. Guiding Light, they got a new director or something, and they started doing like a reality TV overly move the camera. Yeah. And, that, and then that one went off the air, and that one was the longest running one. Like, why are you going to mess with it like that? Some young person was like, but reality TV is so awesome. Let's film up their noses for a soap opera. Yeah, it was. It was the best when it was like. The stories were serious, but the actual <laughs> things going on were super campy. They were that someone always came back from the dead. Yeah. Like that, they, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. In Guiding Light killed off one of the characters, brought her back as a ghost, and then turned her ghost into a real person. Yes. And that's we're all the kind watching of thing I it like see. ooh, what next? As they all like one guy just in days of our lives, he only whispers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever watch Days of Our Lives? Uh, yes, but uh, Young and the Restless was. Oh, he had. They had a whisperer on that one too. Well, Maybe that was more a of thing. A, he was more of a mumbler. <laughs> what was that? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, it's, we, maybe we should direct a new soap opera with just each yeah. of the characters. Well, I mean, a mumbler, the, a whisperer. The part they seem to have lost was the opera part, like. Operas yeah. are really bizarre too. It, like there's singing clowns and all sorts of weird things in operas. Uh, that when they when they moved away from that, they I want people to come back to life. I want, I want like I <laughs> That's want. What we're waiting for. They've been trapped in the basement in a cellar while someone else took their identity somehow yeah, like and wore evil their twin. face. Yeah, Which, there was a was lot that? of evil twins. Yeah, there was, our lives did that. Yeah, maybe Days of Our Lives is what I'm thinking. There was an evil twin that took over for like a season. Oh, there were like a couple and evil the, twins, I think, on that one. The good one was like, they thought they died, but they didn't die. But they like left town when they when everybody thought they were dead. And then their evil twin came in and lived their life for a while. I mean, how... Could they even? And someone always got pregnant. Once on what? Now I don't know. Now I'm mixed up on all my shows. Maybe it was Sunset Beach. Maybe it was Passions. It was one of the crazier ones. They got pregnant by somebody got a turkey baster to inseminate a woman. And then later in the episode, they used the turkey baster on a turkey and it did a pop up and said, Don't worry, this is a different turkey baster. <laughs> I don't think that was passions, but maybe, maybe. I and I remember just being like, "What is happening?" 
<laughs> so that someone could get pregnant by the wrong guy. I mean, it was crazy. Yes. Now, see, that's it. an example, though, of like the dialogue in soap operas are not real life dialogue. Like they sometimes have an aside where two people are having a conversation and it's pretty realistic. But is it ever realistic? Generally, I mean, it's on. not how they're people s- talk to one they're another. They're so passionate. Like everybody's so emotional. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but that's good. That's entertaining. Why did you leave to go to the grocery store? I thought you needed oranges. I thought you <laughs> needed them. And then like slap on the face. I told you it was apples and I needed to get them from the farmer's market. But then it turns out that the uh, that oranges poison the evil twin. Right. And that's that's why. And I'm pregnant with your brother's baby. Yeah. I don't know. It's always something like that. I don't know what yeah. we're talking about anymore. Uh, soap operas mostly. Talk, but. Yeah, well, we were. Uh, they like that's an example of super super flowery language that's still entertaining to watch. Uh. For. You can kind of split the difference. <laughs> there are lots of guys who watch soap operas. I know plenty of them. Sure, sure. They're they're entertaining. If anybody <laughs> sits and watches a soap opera, nowadays, maybe not. I haven't watched any recently. I haven't watched any in a long time. I probably haven't especially, watched a soap opera in 15 years. Yeah, especially when things like Passions were out, where they were just like going crazy with the yeah. storylines. If you could sit and watch that and not be like, what's going to happen on the next episode? And it would take like three months to get through a day. Yes. Yeah. It would be like, we only have two hours to do this. And then like four weeks later, they, they, yeah, they're they just have an hour and a half. Deadline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But that's if you're trying to suspend belief, sometimes flowery language helps with that too. That's, even the video game example that I gave, the fact that they use such flowery language may have been intentional because it does kind of play into what's going on with them. So maybe it was intentional. But when I saw it, I was like, there's an example of like, this is not what a normal human would say in this situation. Yeah, because normal people are just going to talk over each other. Right. I would and say... The- it's, 90% of the time I'm not listening. And it's not even a problem if movies have the same dialogue, but as soon as you start having a conversation that's kind of weird and hard to follow, uh, it becomes much harder to follow other things going on in the scene. It wears me out. Like, yeah, I kind of just want to... Your brain has to focus on the, the conversation. Right. I just want it, like, spoon-fed to me very slowly. Mm-hmm. Like, so hey, like we're going over there. Okay, I want to. I'm like, all so right, you, I got it. So you want movies like Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Is that how he likes his movies? He likes them, like, overly explained. <laughs> and, like, every little detail said out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I do make fun of movies when they do that, but just like the but normal, do, there's a balance that you got to movie strike. formula where one character talks and the next character talks. That's it. Right. I just anytime, want that so I can anytime anybody what's happening. Yeah, there we go, talking over each other. 
Uh, yeah, because you you listen only five percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, I'm sorry. I'm the one who talks over you all the time. I I apologize for always talking over you. I always talk over you. <laughs> I'm like, stop talking. You're like two words in. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I know where you're gonna go with this. <laughs> um, a lot of times, especially people who watch indie movies. I say this as somebody who went to film school and has watched a lot of indie movies. A lot of people like to say, oh, this isn't realistic enough when they see things in movies. And it's just not as entertaining if everything is realistic. You know what? As I'm, I'm going with what you're saying here. I'm not on a whole new topic. <laughs> I thought maybe you would, but go yeah, ahead. I know, but I did listen to that and it, made me think about I was a photographer for a while and when you want to get a picture that looks natural they have to be in a very unnatural pose yes and when you put them in a natural pose they look weird in their photo and I think that filmmaking is similar they have to talk in an unnatural way for it to feel very natural right for for your brain to really connect with it and like make it make it feel natural they can't talk in a natural way because we also tend to do a lot of things while we're talking. And if the character is like fiddling with something the whole time that they're talking, it's just distracting to the conversation. So it's very possible to make a movie. And like we've said, indie movies tend to try to make everything super real. and. It's interesting to see because everything's super real, but it's, it's a lot kinda, harder to follow and not as entertaining when. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm not sure I feel about the new making models look really real, like with some armpit hair and some mustache hair and a few pimples and some wrinkles. And then they're like modeling the clothes and I'm like, they look real. They look real. But do I like it? Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. (laughs) You don't, you expect, uh, but the same thing. I mean, they don't look as good. (laughs) But in person, that person In person, they probably do. They probably look fine. But when I'm looking at a photo, it's different. And when I'm watching a movie, I want to hear it the way it works for me. Right. The weird asides and all that kind of stuff, your brain tends to cut out. Obviously, yours does a lot. Yeah, cut out <laughs> cuts out whatever anybody else is doing. It's just, I'm yeah. on my path. Get out of my way. Uh, and you can't do that in a movie because they're probably saying something important, even if they're trying to make or it Or I can't realistic. follow it. I couldn't even follow yeah. a Frasier episode the other day. Well, that's true. You were trying to explain it. I was like, I don't know. I may yeah. have no, been. No, that's not I was like, I may that. have been trying to sleep while I was watching it, but... I don't know if that's how it went. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's not how that episode went. Like, I like no, I to think mul- it was, but <laughs> I like to multitask and not fully watch the TV. So <laughs> I do need to be able to follow it without needing to see it. Yes, which the, that is, you don't have to make a movie that way to make it easy to follow. But if you're able to do it that way with your eyes closed or uh, not listening. <laughs> then you then you have a good. That's how I watch movies with my eyes closed and not listening. 
Well, I mean, like, if you can mute it and still follow what's going on in the movie, then they've done a very good job. Or if you can close your eyes and listen. and listen and know maybe not exactly what's happening. And it's amazing if you can close your eyes and your ears. Yeah, and tell what's going going on in the movie. Just Just by by smell. I was going to say that! (laughs) Hey, we actually... (laughs) We got the same one, finally. (laughs) John Waters did a scratch and sniff. Yeah, that's that's Although actually what I was thinking. Smelled the same. Were you really? I'm pretty sure it was pink flamingos, wasn't it? It was. No, it no. wasn't. It's the one it where they the pregnant lady, the girl got pregnant. And they stomped on the foot with the foot fetish. Yeah, it's the one where they do the where they drive by people and hit them in the butt with brooms. Yeah, that's... but what was the name of that one? Uh, I thought oh, no. it was Pink Flamingos. I get a lot of his movies confused because they're like all kind of one long bizarre movie. Boy, are they? Uh, are you sure it was no? It wasn't polyester. Pink. It was oh, polyester. Yeah, that, yeah, I that's that. it. I made Alan watch that on like a third date. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> "Are you sure you want to be with me? Let's watch this movie. It's a Let's scratch and sniff. It's We're a scratch all and sniff." This- all the smells are faintly the same. Uh, the the driving by people and hitting them in the butt with a broom was my favorite part. Because you think they're going to go like hit mailboxes with a baseball bat. And then it turns out they're spanking people with brooms. <laughs> I mean, I think that. I mean, I don't remember the movie that well. I do remember him driving by and like hitting people. But I think that it was a really funny movie based on the concept that I had to scratch and smell something and everyone smelled almost the same to me. Yes. That I was laughing during most of it to where I don't even know what happened. And I'm not going to lie. I've seen it at least three or four times because I made all kinds of people watch it. My yeah, parents the, watched it. and <laughs> the, the smell of vision is completely pointless. And I believe that's intentional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They could do it in a theater where they just shoot out smells into the theater every few minutes. I think that was actually the original goal was to have. Oh, yeah. Because like Disney and some other places already had that in like the parks where they could make smells. Mm. I know he was at least inspired by that. A lot of fat, sweaty people. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the goal was to actually create it, but I know he was inspired by the fact that they they could like make a hamburger smell and stuff like that. But then he just made them all like terrible. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, because I think sometimes you weren't supposed to know what the smell was until right when you smelled it, right? It was like number yeah. three and you'd start smelling it and then you realize it was like a fart or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And uh, so and we're nowhere near what we were talking about, but I don't get yeah. that matters. Forget so, it. Who cares? Yeah, let's let's That's go how on people to talk. The... We talk yeah. about anything we want. We talk over each other and then we don't want it given to us like that in a movie. Right. Exactly. Um, so let's do the mailbag. All right. Uh, you, do you want to start with yours or do you want my question first? You can start because I already misplaced mine. <laughs> not been that long but okay um all right let me see let me find mine on my desk here okay uh 
this is actually got several variations of this one. Um, from the same person, like they sent no. it in multiple times. And different, yeah, different, different, different people. They're like, oh, uh, I phrased it wrong. Oh, I phrased it wrong. Uh, how can you tell if someone has a sense of humor? If they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> if they think they, I'm funny. They may be funny and not have a sense of humor. If they think I'm funny. Um, I would say <laughs> personally. I like that I'm just saying things and you're just ignoring them. Yeah. You're like, you know what? 5% <laughs> a, listening drop down to 3% listening. So you know I have a sense of humor. 0.5% reply rate. Um, I would say the easiest way to tell if somebody has a sense of humor, uh, I think you would agree, is by asking people what types of movies they like and if they list entirely all like drama and uh crime and all that they probably don't have as much of a sense i feel like we've done this to people yeah they like don't like comedy movies that's you know if they especially if they specifically say no i don't like comedies then you can assume they don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> I specifically say I don't like anything that's not a comedy. Um, I always lead with Mel Brooks. Even if they ask me what genre I like, I usually will say, well, I like Mel Brooks. Um, and then I start to list other things. When I lived in Orlando, I would judge it by if they liked the Appliance Direct commercials. Mm. Like who who didn't in Orlando? Um, I met them. Apparently, the two people on Earth that did not like those commercials came to my apartment. <laughs> One of them I made leave when they weren't crying <laughs> with tears as the guy jumped out of the like different appliances saying it, and they were just like, "This isn't funny at all." I was like, "I think you need to leave now. Your time I mean- in this apartment has run out." I mean, rewatching <laughs> it, I don't think I would laugh at it, but I, I thought it was funny. I don't, I don't right. know that it like made me laugh out loud. I'm pretty sure I didn't. It was LOL. A, it was an it was an era specific. Yeah. Like you lived in Orlando at that time, it was funny. I it was pretty funny. I just don't think I would laugh out loud. I don't think no, I ever laughed out loud at it. But um, I laughed out loud. Because it was, like, so ridiculous that, like, what were they thinking? It wasn't funny for the reason it should have been funny. Uh, it was it was, yeah, it was it's memorable. as effective as it could be. But back to that. Um, the main question that was asked, how you know if they have a sense of humor? I mean, they may have a sense of humor that's not yours. I feel like, isn't it more important to just know, like, do you have a similar sense of humor? I don't know. I've met some people who just like don't have a sense of humor. So maybe they're talking about that kind of thing. Well, I feel like that's just like say a few things to them. Yeah, I guess so. We've met people that don't have our sense of humor. Yeah, I've met lots of people without the same sense of humor as me. We've had moments where our jokes just fall completely flat. Yeah, they just don't get them. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Just fly right over their heads, and they're just like, uh, and then they I just. I think say we something. did that on the same day, right? To the same people, 
where like mm. both of us had jokes that just like they stared at us. Yeah, they were just, they did not land at all. Oh, like <laughs> whoops. But just because my jokes don't land doesn't mean I think that they have no sense of humor. They're just flying into the ears of someone who gets it. There are just some people who just have no sense of humor at all. Uh, I don't know if you just heard my text I message. I was like, alert. yeah, it was. I, that's why I stopped talking because I was like, what is buzzing? Um, I have gotten, we are recording this right before the election, just as an FYI. Uh, You're and getting I text have message gotten, saying, board up, board no, up. I got a uh, text that said, uh, hey, uh, are you voting today? Who are you voting for? I have gotten five or more of those texts every day for the last like month. Just and they're what? all from different numbers. Oh, they're weird. all from different organizations. Stand Up America is the one. So hmm. I don't know what Stand Up America does, text. but they're regardless of their political affiliation, they're never getting any of my money because they've been spamming my phone. Even after I text stop, it just kept going. So here, yeah, I didn't get any texts for voting. Uh. Yeah, I got at least five a day. For the maybe past they're month. just maybe it's just a joke and you don't get it. Uh, maybe I <laughs> they have like text they're to like, stop this, and this guy has no sense work. of humor. We keep texting after he says stop. What a good <laughs> joke. Maybe um, I feel like if you want to know if someone has a sense of humor, talk to them for two minutes. You're gonna yeah. figure it out. But they and then, if just you want to know, have your sense of humor. if you want to know if they have your sense of humor, then you have to do. I mean, basically, what you were saying. These are the movies I like. What movies do you like? Yeah, but I feel like if they if they hate comedy, then there's a pretty good chance that they just don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't that have to be your weird. favorite. But What's it like to not find anything funny? Right. Like if you don't like watching funny things, what is that like? Like what is that like? I, I get it not being your favorite. Like, oh, I, you know, drama is my favorite or something. I okay, want a guest but, that has no sense of humor. If you are out there and you're listening. You and just you hate like comedy. You hate comedy and you hate to laugh. Yeah. Let us know. Like. Probably not a fun person. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna just make Ouch. a judgment. Well, now anytime. I don't know that I want them podcast. <laughs> well, they're, if they I don't, don't like, on, it's already been insulted. <laughs> if they don't like to laugh, well, what probably they not for very fun? fun. Or what if they don't <laughs> right, like exactly. fun? Sometimes yeah. I don't like fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I say that quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, like fun. Well, um, let's. Uh, so, moving on, we got we got one more question to get through before the TV book club. I don't think we can us. get through anything today. All right. Uh, so, my question is from Brianna, and um, it made me laugh. So, I wanted to, I wanted to answer this one. So, would you say then that Brianna has a sense of humor? <laughs> I don't know. She might not be trying to be funny. Oh, you God. you listen and see because it doesn't sound like she's trying to be funny. But it made me laugh. It says, I just got my cell phone back from my mom. She had it for two weeks and it was awful. I know you're old. So 
<laughs> right there. That was what made me laugh. So I was wondering, what did you do when you were young without the internet? And how did you know what your boyfriend and your exes were up to? Like all of that. There's so much gold there. Uh, first off, um, I'm not old enough to have not had the internet when I was young. We did have the internet. We did not have the internet on our cell phones and we didn't have social media, but we did have very strange chat rooms. Well, first off, first off, <laughs> I'm going to say that I think this may be addressed to you for two reasons. Uh, well, one, she was talking about her boyfriend. and That was where I thought it was probably addressed to and you. Two, she was talking about being older. So... <laughs> Um, any which way, all signs point to it was probably a question for you, but I will, I will try to answer, modify it to girlfriend. I did have the internet growing up. I had the internet growing up too, by the time I was a teenager. Uh Uh-huh. Um, like I said, we just didn't have like cell phones with internet or anything like that. And we didn't have social media. I don't even know when social media came about. I was. Uh, we had involved. social media in high school, but so I mean, Friendster and then my. Are you like a hundred years younger than me? No. I can never remember, but I feel like I'm younger than you. Not a hundred years younger. <laughs> Have you unless, not been born yet? Unless you're the vampire seven- in the soap opera, and then maybe I am a hundred years younger. I am. That's that's me. What we do in the shadows. <laughs> okay. I lost track of my question. I gotta find it. Blah, blah, uh, blah. Okay, so the first part doesn't apply, because I sort of had it, and we got onto chat and made up funny fake names, and we chatted with people. That's what I did when I was young with the internet. Um, mm-hmm. But how did I know what my boyfriend and my exes were up to? First off, I really didn't date anybody when I was a teenager, so I didn't have to worry about that. But my friends did, and we did have something pretty funny that we did. Um, and I don't know if guys did this, but lots of girls did, or I had lots of strange friends. They would drive by their boyfriend's house or their ex-boyfriend's house to see if he was home and to see if there were any other girls, like cars over there. And the best part about this was if they, if anyone was outside or the guy was outside, they would yell duck and they would also duck and their car would be like phantom, like a phantom car driving by, but it's still their car. Right. So I don't know what, but, but they all would do it. They all wanted to do that. Um, I also had weird friends in high Is school. Is that what they did too? And I was also weird. And no, we didn't we didn't do anything like that. Did boys Just, even care? I feel like boys in high school would be like, I don't care what she's doing. Uh nobody I that I knew care. did. <laughs> Maybe some boys did. Uh definitely none of the boys I knew cared enough to like They weren't doing it because they were like, mm, I'm not gonna drive by my girlfriend's house because I got this other girl over today. Wait a uh, minute. Is that my girlfriend's car driving itself by my house? Yeah. <laughs> they were more like, um, I'm not doing that because I'm going to hang out with Laura Croft. Tomb Raider. I know that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, that had dialogue as a side note. Did it? <laughs> yes. 
maybe not the original, but I'm pretty sure even that had dialogue. <laughs> not every guy was a nerd. No, but some were like. I don't think any uh, none that I, I know any of, of them cared that much. By. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think girls are way more emotional. Like I guess nowadays, I'm assuming based on this, it's just like stalk them on social media. Yeah, like just I mean, really, two things. One, if you're dating someone, you'd be stupid to post anything too crazy on your social media. Like with you with another girl or something. There's a lot of stupid people, though. (laughs) So. (gasps) Yeah, I've known a few people who ended up getting divorces over or breaking up, not just divorces, but breaking up over really crazy, crazy things that seem like any sane, normal person would know not to do it. (laughs) Right. So I feel like, yeah, they probably do post dumb stuff. But, um, but yeah, back, back, you know, a million years ago when the dinosaurs roamed the earth, we would run our foot car down by their house and duck. <laughs> Did that make any sense? Yeah. I was trying to live, <laughs> I was trying to live in a Flintstone land. Uh, yeah, I, it took some work to get there, but I think everybody I know. figured it out. <laughs> I, you know what they did figure out? This girl doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that's it. So if the advice was like how to stalk somebody, it's... um Go drive by their house. Like borrow your mom's car so they don't know it's yours. Drive by their house. And then, uh, you know, you don't have to duck. If they have tented windows, wear a hat. Um, I did have. I never had anybody figure anything out that way, though. Just so you know. I did have a, uh, while dating in college, have a girl do that where she drove by my house and saw a car. And Uh then was like, whose car is this? And the issue being that I lived in an apartment complex and I have no clue whose car it was. Well, that's weird. Aren't there a lot of cars in an apartment complex? That seems even way harder. In at least partial defense, I did live kind of in the back of the apartment complex. And so. Were you not freaked out that she was driving by your house? It was weird. (laughs) That's what I always thought. It was so weird. It was also weird that she was like, whose car is this? Just because there was a car that didn't normally park in a space. And it was like next to my car. And where I parked in the car, <laughs> typically there weren't other cars parked next to me. Where well, that I car parked. was flirting with your car. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I don't know. Maybe one of the other like twenty like units in this area close to yours. <laughs> it was weird. I didn't like it. It was looking at your car weird. It was. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what people did back then. But we didn't have like constant entertainment. I feel like it was almost just a source of like bored. (laughs) You're like, I wonder what my friend's doing. Let's go see. Let's drive by his house because I don't want to call him 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I don't know. Nowadays, kids just sit on their phones. Do they even hang out? My question back to you is, do you even hang out with your boyfriends or ex-boyfriends or do you guys just talk online? (laughs) 
right in that case i don't know like at school i don't know yeah i guess at school she was right i am old (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're right girl i'm old i don't know Uh, do you hear that yep it's the tv book club Letterkenny, Season 4, Episode 4. Alright, so Letterkenny. So, Letterkenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one was your recommendation. I've never seen it. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't mine. Um, my husband watches it, and he said this one, not necessarily because he thought it was the funniest, but he said it showed a lot of the different characters. I guess some episodes don't show all the different groups. Okay. But then when we started watching it, he was like, well, I see now that you don't have a background for who all the different groups are. Yeah. It was a little harder to follow because of that. Um, he said all of them are kind of hard to follow. Yeah. So I, it's not really like. <laughs> I kind of get that about the show, which isn't necessarily a bad thing i guess um so we did um our whole episode was on the way that people speak and communication and how it works in movies mm -hmm. and a minute and 50 seconds in i had to pause it and go what the hell are they saying (laughs) yeah like i i could not follow Anything that was happening. I was maybe picking up every third word. They have the weirdest cadence. Well, they are Canadian. That's so they have a Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good one. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and it just, it was moving so fast that I could not follow what was being said. I think, uh, well, for one, they kind of mumble some of them, which I mean is character wise is fine. The audio personally, I think could have used a little remastering just because there are a couple of them that kind of like mumble and talk fast and yeah, it's hard I, to hear them. I had to ask a few times what they were saying. Yeah. I I mean, I generally watch a lot of stuff with subtitles on anyway, just so that. Oh, I guess I, I needed that for that show. Yeah. But then I wouldn't have been able to keep up because I don't think I could read as fast. As <laughs> yeah, they, they were talking pretty fast. I um, like that in my notes, because I took some notes. One of my notes is just Alan is over here laughing. <laughs> 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 I was not, but he obviously was laughing at some point. <laughs> Um, but see, he's watched almost all the seasons. So he right. said that when he that, watched it, it took a few episodes to really like get into being able to understand their cadence and the way they speak and like some of the odd terminology. Yeah, it would help knowing more about the characters. Um, it was definitely similar to some other Canadian stuff that I've watched. So it wasn't too out there. I've there's several shows like it that have the same kind of 
I, I guess it's a Canadian thing. I I didn't know that there was a specific type of Canadian humor, but there are several shows I've seen that all have that same type of like pacing and humor. So I did learn that a that I guess there is a Canadian humor, which uh, yeah, I mean, we I talked guess a about lot of British have humor. A lot of people, especially guys, I guess, because they're kind of gross in the show, seem to really like this show. Overall, kind of funny show. I mean, I think I would have thought it was a lot funnier if I knew more about it. Yeah, well, that I mean, so he was, like, when I asked him what episode to watch, he was like, I don't know. So he actually just sort of looked it up, too, to see what one people recommend. And so he was like, oh, yeah, this one shows all the different characters. So if you're just going to watch one, you can just at least see them all kind of thing. Right. Um, now, one thing he did tell me that you may not have known was, like, that emo band that seemed like something you would have been in in college. Uh, um, which, which, well, there was the, there was the. Not the screaming prog God. rock. Oh, okay. I was going to say, cause there was the like prog rock emo Christian band. Yes. That yes. were wearing the, my chemical the silver lipstick clothes. Yes. Yeah. That one that he said is the gay pastor in town. Gotcha. So that's why okay. he was singing Christ or Wayne. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Wayne was the judge. Gotcha. Just in case you missed any of that. So he wanted to be uh, close well, to Christ or Wayne. <laughs> okay. I did miss that the Wayne part. I got the Christ part because he he says that it's a like in new wave prog rock uh, yeah. emo Christian band. Um Yeah, I and will... at one point she was like, How do you want to be close to Wayne? And he was like, In spirit, of course, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I thought you might miss that because Alan had to explain that to me because he was like, oh, that's the gay pastor. And I was like, I'll make a note because I'm sure. How would you know that? <laughs> right. Um, I will say, though, my biggest critique of the show uh, is the camera work. Because the camera is constantly doing a slow pan while people are talking. I didn't even notice that. At least, but not all the time. Work really bothers me, but I didn't notice it. When they were in the bar, it did not happen. But then when they were in other places, the camera would, it would just be in a slow pan the entire time people were talking. Uh, And because there were so many quick cuts, the camera like reset the pan constantly too. So it was just like, it was like the camera was going left and right, left and right the whole time they were talking. Uh, some, and that some things really, really bothered me. <laughs> some things really bother me when they film and it's like, like curb your enthusiasm. I feel sick sometimes. Cause yeah. there's so much shaking. Um, and like shooting up people's noses and stuff. But this one, I, I didn't even notice that. This one bothered me because it like wasn't a handheld thing. It was like a deliberate pan, like a cinematic pan, hmm. but really slow and throughout the entire, and it just kept happening. Uh, I did not like that. I don't know if that happens all the time because I don't know. It, it didn't You'd have happen. to watch more episodes, yeah. but it did not. I it I didn't even notice it. Uh, I think I was I was trying so hard to just listen to what right, was being focus said on what they that were I couldn't even I couldn't 
I couldn't let my guard down for a second yeah. or I wouldn't know what was happening. Um, um, now, I did laugh at one point. I don't know if you have a favorite part, but one thing did make me laugh. Um, I don't know that I had a specific favorite part. Did I mean, any of it make you laugh? Out loud? Mm, I don't remember laughing out loud. I okay, thought I it was funny, but I don't remember laughing out loud. I laughed one time. When um, he would buzz them off, which I did really like that he could buzz them if he thought it was no good. Yeah, that was that was good. When the Santa and the other lady were being gross and he covered his eyes and tried to hit the buzzer and was and missing, missed. I actually, I laughed. Uh, it got I, me a little physical humor and it got me. <laughs> Especially no, because it, he's so deadpan. Yeah. That when he did it, it made it funnier. It was, I, I would say it was funny. I don't think I laughed out loud. Uh, but that doesn't mean I, I didn't find it funny. But I just don't, I don't remember anything that got me so good that I laughed out loud. Well, yeah. I mean, that was, that was it for me. Um, Overall, not bad. I think I would have, if I knew more about it, I think it would have been a funnier episode. Yeah, I mean, Alan even said that during it. He's like, ah, I don't know if it was the best for only having seen one, but I think when you're just jumping into a show, it's really hard. A lot of times, first episodes aren't the greatest because they're setting up characters. And then if you jump in, if you don't know them, it's hard to get all the humor. So yeah. what are you going to do? Um, yeah, so I would, most likely, I would probably, uh, probably watch more. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say the episode sold me, but I guess it was an, a good enough of a teaser that I probably will watch more at some point. I've seen a couple episodes just because Alan watches it, but, um, it does not overall get me i have been told it is a much more of a guy show but i think mine is mainly that i can't understand it (laughs) um so i wouldn't know if i liked it or not i don't know what's happening half of the time but it was okay Uh, it was okay uh, how now uh, i gotta give it like yeah how would you rate it how many uh how many buzzers out of five how many missed buzzers out of five? Will you How many play? missed? Oh, geez. Is that good or bad? Uh, good. G- good. Because it, it made um, you laugh when he missed it. So a missed buzzer is good. I don't know. Like two and a half for three, maybe. Um, maybe yeah. Two and a half, like right and just average for me. I will only give it two because the camera work bothered me so much. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will. uh, There's definitely shows that I can't make it through. So I'm trying to save my real low scores for that. Well, I will give it the potential that after I've seen some episodes, maybe I'll correct my rating. Uh, But the camera work did bother me quite a bit. It was mostly when they were outside, which I think bothered me even more that it like it was only a stylized choice while they were speaking outside. Yeah, I think creativity it, here. 
Uh, now you're just not enjoying their creativity. It, it was just, it wasn't consistent, and that bothered me. They didn't do it all the time. They only did it outside, and I don't even think they did it all the time outside. It was like almost like it was an accident, and they left it in. I don't know. So for for now, two two stars potential to get some two miss buzzers, uh, potential to get some more in the future maybe. So I may I may have to do a retraction in the future. So all right, so we got four and a half to five. Yes, with with some with some buzzers that might get missed in the future. Not bad, not bad. It came in as an average show. You don't know enough about the characters. I may have even liked it a little bit more because I did have somebody explaining some of them to me, like who each of them were. That's so true. I was probably understanding it even better. And then I probably still liked it less than, like, say you would have. Mm, true. So Except, except that, that the camera really bothered me. It's one of the oh. first times in a while a camera has bothered me. That is crazy. Um. All right. I think we're done there. Yep. All right. So thanks for listening. Uh, make sure to comment down below if you're on Sebring.com. Oh, and we need to tell them what we're there listening oh, for right. next week. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I do that every time. Uh, so Frasier. next week we are watching Frasier. It's been a while since we've done a Frasier episode. Uh, so we are doing Frasier Season 7, Episode 15. Uh, the episode title is Out With Dad. Um, so comment down below if you're listening on Sebring.com. Otherwise, uh, at Sebring Podcast on Instagram. Send us a message uh, or email us, podcast at Sebring.com. And we'll see you for the next episode.